Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. This is the place where we say Jesus is the way, King Jesus, Messiah King. Jesus is the way. Yeah. Everything else is a conversation. Deli and Jeremy are with me in-house today. Welcome, yes, fellas. Yes. Hey guys. And Deli has a special commercial announcement for you. Yes, this is a commercial break. If you would like to listen to five and a half hours, correct, Jeremy, five and a half? Well, that was before Sunday. Okay, so five and a half we're, before we're be Sunday. Six, six and a half after today. <laughs> six and a half hours of Andy, Jeremy, and myself. You can log on to Christway.net and just listen full-blown, binge-watch all day long. We on the book of was, Matthew. We wish it was binge watching. <laughs> yeah, so about uh, six hours of content already. Yeah. Just uh, discussing uh, these chapters. And so our hope is that you really uh, you really like those because today's conversation <laughs> is hard. Right. Yeah. I was gonna, what happens when we don't like yeah, the yeah. way that Jesus these, is going? These five chapters are. Maybe you should just read the first 20. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we talking about, Jeremy? You led the. You led the day on Sunday Insert with a tension. sermon, and yeah. So Jesus has been—he's become famous. He's a healer and a teacher and a exorcist, and he's and he's famous. So you have you have a twenty chapter twenty one with the entrance to Jerusalem ahead of Passover, what we call the triumphal entrance. Palm Sunday. Hosanna, Hosanna. And, yeah, so everybody's really excited, and Jesus starts starts right in on cleansing the temple and chasing out the money changers and chasing out the, the people who are making it difficult for, well, for most people to be able to come to worship, right? Because the Jews said, where do you worship? You worship in the temple. you got to go to Jerusalem. That's what you have to do. And and if this is not really Matthew, but Jesus with the woman at the well, hey, the Father des- desires those who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. And this this hill, this mountain, don't matter. That's what matters: spirit and truth. So uh, Jesus doesn't really let up off the gas. I don't think as we get to yeah. as we get to chapter twenty three. No, he was on a roll. <laughs> yeah. So he just he just waylays on him. And this is really just several days in a row, right? I mean, it's yeah. I mean, triumphal entry is uh, Palm Sunday, right? And then the next Sunday is Easter. Yeah, so he's got a week of yeah. So this is really just a few days yeah. where he is ramping up the game, right? And and so you, you know, we almost talked about skip, skipping twenty three because it's it's so harsh, you know. And but there's lots of lots of what we might call a nugget or or encouragement or challenges that verse 11 the greatest among you shall be your servant whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted so there's similar to revelation i think there's these woes and these challenges you know so and it really promises yeah there yeah so there there's really some victory in here too some some way to some not just I'm not just being harsh towards the people who are in charge, but I'm actually presenting, he's actually presenting a, like he does, a different way to look at things about being humbled instead of exalting yourself and Mm -hmm. being servants rather than being kings and leaders. Yeah, I would would even jump in there right at the beginning of uh, 
in chapter 23 on verse 4. It says, they, they tie up heavy, burden or cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift <clears throat> a finger to move them. Now, again, that's a woe, right? Mm-hmm. But I even think to, I, I wrote, even wrote on my Bible here, Matthew 11, right? We, we just did that a couple weeks ago, where he's saying, my, my burden is light, my yoke is easy, you know, come, come all who are weary. Mm-hmm. You know, so even, even almost like saying, again, these are woes to the guys who are in the inn, right? That, that's yeah. kind of what you said this past insiders, Sunday. Insiders, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're the insiders. Which is really the religious. Yeah, mm-hmm. and... <clears throat> Which might be most people listening to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. But, but what he's saying is like, I, I'm, I'm the answer to those things that you, you feel like are just too heavy to carry. Like, I'm the answer to those things. So it's almost like a contrast a little bit is what I'm seeing, uh, you know, him, him presenting here as well. Like, don't let people put these burdens on you because my, my, bur- my yoke is easy. Like, I'm not going to take it off of you, but it's, it's easy. It's not, not so, and I'm there to help you with it. You know, like, that's what I'm, I was kind of looking at with that. So I recall my mama talking to me about how to learn from people that uh, do well, you know, clearly learn from them. And then she said, of course, learn from people that don't, don't do it right, make mistakes, mess up, right? So if we can learn from both, then I think chapter 23, and one of the reasons we're in chapter 23 is because today, uh, Wednesday, it, that's the reading for mm-hmm. chapter 23. So the idea of kind of, and we'll, we'll bounce around, we already have, right, the different chapters and different ideas. But if you're reading today and you're reading chapter 21 through 25, which is this week, then Wednesday's chapter 23, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, looking at that and recognizing that when he is delivering a woe, I looked this up because it struck me on the on the way here to record. I I thought, uh, you know, W-O-E, woe. <laughs> and then there's W-H-O-A mm-hmm. and W-O-A-H, not to be confusing, <laughs> right? I'm sure that's yeah. messed up a lot of English classes in the fifth grade, right? <laughs> like, But there's there's woe to you whoa to you right and then there's like whoa you know like hit pump the brakes and then there's like whoa dude that whoa yeah. right all three and i wondered if how many of if not all three <laughs> find some applicable place in there where you hear what jesus is saying and you're like whoa and then if you're the recipient you're like okay pump the brakes whoa yeah yeah, if you're watching, you're definitely like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're you're on the sidelines and yeah. Jesus lays into the... Yeah, but also <laughs> just, you know, hearing the whoa, like, whoa, whoa, stop, slow her down. Listen here, son, what are you, what are you saying yeah, to me right now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if we look at this and we look through here, I mean, he's clear in the beginning. I think this is stuff that you can look at and say, okay, let's learn from this, right? Mm-hmm. Frankly, don't do that. Now, not from the point of you know, getting caught, mm-hmm. right? These guys got caught, they got busted, don't get busted. Mm-hmm. No, 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 don't do those things. So he says, teachers of the law, they're Pharisees, they sit in Moses' seat. So he said, you obey them, you do everything they tell you, yeah. but you don't do what they do. And that is the thesis sentence, mm-hmm. really, for for this Yeah, for this chapter, following digs chapter in, and it right? digs into the... The heart of the matter, I think. Yeah. You know, the... the okay, that's not typical Jesus, right? The heart of the matter. He right. always goes... Yeah, right, that's who he does. That's he always he goes is, to yeah. that space, right? So mm-hmm. for him to look at something and say, okay, do what they say, 
but do not do what they do in practice. Mm-hmm. Like this is how, and once again, a few weeks ago, and you references, I appreciated that on Sunday when you referenced the other titles. Um, one, one week was what he said, and that's that place in the Sermon on the Mount where he says, you know, you've heard it said to you, but I say this, right? That whole thing, and then adventures in missing the point, which is we're getting it wrong again, right? Mm-hmm. All these different counterintuitive really kind of things that mm-hmm. we would never land on. And if Jesus didn't say them, yeah. we'd think they were they were great. And the encouragement I th- comes from maybe the the pointing out that these attitudes bring misery in your life. Mm-hmm. The the attitude of misfortune was one yeah, of the words, yeah, yeah to you. Yeah. So yeah. if you if you have these verse thirteen you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to go in. Mm. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees! How? Yeah, we don't go in there. How? I mean, how miserable is that? It's like, no, we don't. We don't use the fine china. No, you can't use it well, either. You don't go in there, and you yeah. don't allow anyone else to go mm. in. Right. So it, someone that actually might see something of. Good yeah. news. What, yeah, good news, wonder, joy, hope, all those things that are... That are God. That, that are God. Yeah. You you are offended, maybe, by someone else experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And if you've been in church for a long time and are an insider, you probably get that feeling sometimes. If you watch, if you watch a, a new believer be excited about their faith and their encounters with the Lord and... Jealousy is not necessarily far behind, and so you could be, uh, yeah, we don't do that around here, so calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I think that probably Paul had the same, you know, some of the same stuff going on. He started off, and he was, hey, y'all calm down. This is this following Jesus thing's not right, and then all of a sudden he's the guy who's who's mm-hmm. excited and on fire and. The other Jewish leaders are going, okay, Paul, you should chill out a little bit. Yeah. And and so this same woe to the Pharisees of you are missing you are missing the potential of of a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And because you're missing it, you're preventing other people. So there are a couple of a couple of interesting things going on here. Uh, I, I'm thinking of Paul in in Corinthians mm-hmm. uh, eight and the the he talks about a weaker brother. The weaker brother is the one that follows all the rules. Right. <laughs> That's the bizarre part, right? Yep. So the weaker brother is the, if you'll allow me to use this in the context, the more religious of the two. If there's two two people standing there, the, the weaker brother is the more religious, follows all the ceremonies, follows all the festivals, follows all the dietary things, all those kinds of things, right? And Paul actually looks at that and says, yeah, well, he's the he's the weaker brother, so don't offend the weaker brother. Mm-hmm. The person that would have liberty, the person that would have freedom, uh, all things are lawful, but right. not all things, things are, are expedient yeah, or yeah. beneficial, mm-hmm. right? All things are lawful. It goes on to say, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Right. So to be brought under the power of something, that's a different conversation. Right. But to do or participate or go or be or... And was that not Jesus? How yeah. many laws did he break day by day, right? Touching yeah. lepers, mm-hmm. right? Women, children. Talking with people. Like the Samaritan woman looks mm-hmm. at him, she's like, you're not supposed to be talking to me. Yeah, right. And everybody else knows. 
right? Everybody knew the rules, and he just breaks these rules. He's going places. He's eating with sinners. They're not washing their hands. They eat on the Sabbath, like all these different right. things. Now, is he brought under the power of those things? Right. He's no. not. And I think that when I grew up, that weaker brother line was always used as the, well, we don't do that because it might offend the weaker brother. Without the conversation that follows and in, in, you strengthen what remains, you strengthen the weak. Hopefully that's what you're doing. Your strength, you at some point decide, well, I'm not just going to leave you in your weakness. So you don't want to offend the weaker brother, right. but the weaker brother doesn't become the one to call the shots right. either. Yeah. Right. They're not the one that legislate everything from that ceremonial position of we've got to do this. So that's one interesting angle. The other piece when he says uh, they put the you, you reference it right they put the heavy loads on you mm-hmm. and they don't even do it that just resonates with shame mm-hmm. for me uh, not shame I'm feeling personally but like the idea of shame mm-hmm. when and I've seen it in the addiction community mm-hmm. where they will put such a high uh, target unrealistic they'll say what they're gonna do man I'm, I'm feeling good like I'm gonna come to uh, seven meetings a day for you know, 400 days. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm like, well, and I, I started, I didn't do this in the beginning, but, but after a while I started saying, okay, okay, okay. Don't, don't say like, don't say that. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that. And I would explain to him or them, that's a setup, right? Oftentimes we set a mark so high. We know we're not going to get it. I think of Acts 15 where Peter's like, we couldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Neither yeah. we nor our fathers, right? right? Yeah. Set this mark, and then somehow, now Jesus says the Pharisees aren't even hitting it, mm-hmm. but somehow we feel like, well, if I set that mark high, then people will think I'm hitting it. <laughs> That's a seriously deep human nature mm-hmm. thing that in pastoring for many, many years, I've seen that uh, over and over, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's almost this compensatory deal where I know I'm not going to hit it, but if, if we set a high standard and we preach a high mark, and, you know, I call from the pulpit all the things that should be done, mm-hmm. and we're sheriffing those things, then we have a holy church. Yeah. <laughs> but really, it's just ushering this era of shame, like this this feeling of this this cloud of it, to me, is what that I think it produces shame in people, yeah. and I think it's also generated from a place of yeah. insecurity and shame, where I feel mm-hmm. like I have to hit some, project something, some mm-hmm. projection of godliness or righteousness or yeah. holiness, and it can get really sticky because we can easily feel like we're uh, representing Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have to represent God, and so representing God. And I, I, Melinda's heard this, and, and we'd say it to people in, in the past. So I've, I've said this too. You know, you're like, okay, now you represent Jesus, and you represent mom and dad, and you represent, you know, okay, I get that part. I mean, I get mm-hmm. that. And that's good to have an awareness. Yeah. But... That's dicey. <laughs> yeah, there's tension. Yeah, there's, there's tension, tension there. with the uh, be perfect as your as your heavenly Father is perfect. I mean, that's a a calling. And then, well, I can't do that. So why am I going to try anything? And we right. can the space we can in the get middle. lost in the, the tension. In the and I think that just becomes a failure of recognition of the gospel. That yeah, that you've you've stopped applying the gospel to yourself that allows you to say. Jesus is full of grace and truth. Truth is he is perfect and calls us to be perfect. And he's full of grace to make the, up the difference from where you are to where he calls you. Mm-hmm. And 
he doesn't do that with shame. You don't ever see him. The closest he ever would do that with shame is here towards the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious that are pretending that they don't need a savior, basically, and they've they follow. Well, he's calling them. He calls them hypocrites. Right. Yeah. He calls them, so, yeah. so I think this. You're acting one way. You're really something else. He's lifting the lid. Yeah. Right. I would I would say even jumping down to to verse 25, that little section there is I don't know. That's kind of what's coming to my head when we're talking about this. Um, you know, this high mark and the standard that we're trying, this appearance yeah. of righteousness, right? That's, what I, cup, that's literally yeah. right at what I wrote is appearance of righteousness when you're cleaning the outside of the cup, but the inside is still full of greed and self-indulgence. And, and it's that he's saying, first clean the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside will also be clean. Man. Yeah, right. like that's, yeah. again, that's a whoa, right? That's a whoa, but to me, that's like a whoa. <laughs> like, so, so here's, like that's a whoa, yeah. okay. So here's what I... Let's present this. I can't clean the inside of the cup. I can't. I'm, I, I can't get I, it done. I yeah. can't I can't even touch it. Mm. My heart, I don't clean my heart. I can't do that. The outside actions and things like that, I can do outside things. I can dress a particular way. Yeah. Or, and you can see the I difference. Can, <laughs> I, I can want to swear at you and go, you, I bite my tongue, right? Mm-hmm. But guess where it came from? It yeah, just got it just got stopped at my teeth, yeah. right? But it came from my heart. Yeah. So I've said for years, that, you know, if you if you have a temper issue, and you punch the wall, uh, I've never been a wall puncher. You know, I'm always scared of the stud behind the, <laughs> behind the drywall. I've never been a wall puncher. But if you're a wall puncher, yeah. you know, and, and you get really mad and you you don't punch the wall, well, that's better. That's better than punching the wall and not cussing someone out is is better than cussing them out. But you can't call that the win. That's not the win. Right. The win is the condition of my heart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the only and righteous is not good. Yeah. Righteous is innocent and I am incapable. Yeah. Inca- I, I I could change my actions and we could argue about all that and my decisions and beliefs and everything else. Mm-hmm. I still can't make myself innocent. Yeah. Too late. Christ is the only one right. that can make me mm-hmm. innocent with his righteousness and I think the plug for that right now would be righteousness does not mean good. Righteous means innocent. Mm-hmm. And to be justified is to be made innocent. And so I cannot do that. I can't even clean the inside of the cup. Yeah. He has to do that. Mm-hmm. And then when that does happen, thank God, right? Mm-hmm. It works its way. That's what's, Remember Freedom Curriculum, we do uh, spirit, soul, and body, body, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And I thought for years that, you know, Christ has our, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So the spirit of Christ and the, the spirit in my life, right? God put this pneuma spirit breath in me, right? When, when I have the spirit of Christ, those are the same. They're the same. Mm-hmm. Working from my spirit into my soul decision, feelings, will, into my flesh, mm-hmm. actions. Whereas Satan works the other way, mm-hmm. working through our flesh. So you've got these literally diametrically opposed vectors that are pushing against all working on my soul as the throne. Yeah, and what Paul says when he talks about this battle, this wretched man that he is, this battle that wages inside of him. Which he wrote in Romans, a later book, after a couple of missionary journeys. He wasn't the rookie Christian, right? Right. He's a vet, and he's like, man, wretched man that I am. Right, he's not a a 25-year-old struggling with 25-year-old problems. He is a... (laughs) Well educated, well experienced, oh, respected yeah. man, and yeah. and uh, so that that was probably a big deal for him to say that. And we look at 
we look at these things. Well, let's close the loop on that. He he flips out on himself, right? Oh, wretched right. man that I am, who yeah. shall deliver me from this body of oh, death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks be to God right. through Jesus Christ, yeah. right? right? Who saves, redeems us. Chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore right. now no condemnation. Yeah, if, you, if you stop at the end of verse oh, chapter that's 7. Not, yeah, don't yeah. stop at 7. Don't yeah. stop at the end of verse 7. Right. right? And, it all goes, seven, so. and no condemnation. Yeah. Almost as if he's just giving you an overview of the whole thing, yeah. his understanding of that, which condemnation is shame. Mm-hmm. And the opposite of shame is innocence. So, so I want to I want to kind of throw this in. I know you've got something, Jeremy, but we're, we're talking about, I'm kind of going to the practicalness of this, right? Like we, we cannot clean the inside of our cup. That's what that's kind of what we're talking about, right? And thanks be to Jesus God. Like what does that what does that look like for some of you guys? I mean, I don't know, like what does that look like in your life? Like, oh well, okay, yeah, I'll let Jesus clean the inside of my cup. Surrender. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah right. That's what, that's what I'm wondering. It surrender, means, yeah. Yeah, I mean surrender every minute of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the I think it's the recognition of these woes. I uh, in a lot of in a lot of ways that outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Mm-hmm. That it's being real you know, almost. Yeah, with it's, your, it's being it's real. This, I am I am going to honestly look at who Jesus yeah. is and who I am. And that can be on the table at the same time. On the yeah. table at the same time. And there's mm-hmm. so much ten, can be so much tension in that that with so that's why if if I would tell people something, it would be the first person that needs to hear the gospel every day is you. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I mean yeah. that tension yeah. Yeah. that those two yeah. things are true, and if if you don't do business with that, yeah, then you're just going to be in one place or the other. You're either going to be the pretend mm-hmm. or it's, and it's a mess. So yeah, and think, you said you said hearing the gospel because like I think of I think of again he's talking to people who. Have, Hear the gospel, right? Yeah. Like they hear the gospel, but they're not—they're not reflecting on the gospel. They're not yeah. looking at themselves through the gospel. Like that's—that's the—the little kind of flip, the little one extra step that you gotta kind of sit back and do. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know the gospel. Yeah, yeah, I know the gospel. I can tell you back yeah. and forth, you know, nine ways, uh, and I can tell you how you need to know the gospel, you know. <laughs> but like, hold on, let me let me think about the gospel. Yeah. In, rela- in relation to my life. I think life. the application, of the modern application too, the, the Pharisees thought they knew what it was and what it meant and how it worked. Yeah. At least they presented the image that, that was true. Well, you I mean, wonder th- what they well, really thought about themselves. Well, about themselves, but I mean, like, we figured it out. We're the chosen people. Right. Mm-hmm. We have the plan. You know, we have the special little key and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jesus shows up and says, actually, it's me, right? Mm-hmm. He says, Jesus says to the to the religious leaders, you you study diligently the scriptures, thinking that in them you have eternal life. So they're looking, mm-hmm. but you missed me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he shows up, and then that causes me. We said it Sunday in the close. Uh, <laughs> you know the things that Jesus was calling people to unload were things that God directed them to do and right. honor and value the Sabbath, the Torah, uh, circumcision, the temple, all those things. Mm-hmm. Jesus just systematically dumped all those, right? And those are things that God clearly, right? The, the, old, the entire Old Testament is about the, the narrative of God setting all that up. And then Jesus says, yeah, 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 but. Yeah. <laughs> and do we have... I don't know, the courage? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you have to be desperate. Like, you just have to be, like, I want this 
God thing and I'm willing to follow Jesus wherever, even if it seems counter to, because it's counter to Scripture. Yeah, That's e- tough. Even if I have to set this thing down, this attitude that I've walked with. and I, Set and, what I've carried down, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and some of those things have been super valuable to us. That with purpose. With purpose. Yeah. And and that is a really hard thing to do to say, I'm this this uh I have made sure that I dress respectably. Well the rich young and, ruler. And I did I, it all. And I, yeah, 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 and setting all those things down and saying a real relationship is different than what I've been carrying, and that is tension. Yep. And and thankfully, Jesus is as patient with us as he needs. Well, to. just a few chapters ago, right, the rich young ruler says, I've done all those things. And Jesus doesn't say, lie, boy. No, apparently he did. Right. But he says, you lack one thing. Yep. Follow me. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And what we carry forward, I think that's, that's the price that the disciples paid, the, the, you know, the 12. They paid that price. Mm-hmm. My, I've been told that the highest honor, you know, when you're, when you want your kid to become president of the United States kind of deal, recent history or a doctor, lawyer, you know, whatever those things are. But for a Jewish kid to be a, a rabbi, right? And you, everybody tried to do it. Everybody tried to play pro ball. <laughs> and then some just didn't make it. And then, you know, James and John are fishing and Peter's doing his thing, you know, and, and then Jesus, this rabbi, he had to be called into it. And this rabbi comes by, like if I'm walking by and I'm like, Deli, follow me, mm-hmm. Jeremy, follow me. And that's, that's the call to, um, be the mentee, right, under a rabbi. Yeah, it's getting called up to the... It's called into the game, right? Yeah, you're in the the minor leagues. Here we go. You're in the farm league, man, farm team. And so they're working that with you, and then come to find out it's this rabbi (laughs) (laughs) who is flipping the whole system on its head. Yeah. Very interesting that this is so intense in the last week, and it can't be lost on us that, you know, he goes in on Monday and Tuesday and the fig tree and the temple and mm-hmm. turning things over mm-hmm. and within one week he's he's been he's been executed, right? Yeah. That is an intense mm-hmm. those circles overlap, right? There's oh, those aren't nice. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say like at the <clears throat> at the end here, uh, I just I I was trying to I was trying to read all of these, and I and I actually kind of wanted to read it backwards, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. And so I'm looking at the the last, like at verse 37, and he's and he and I, I feel like he's yeah. talking to, and looking at these guys with these eyes of, like you who are like I have longed to gather you, as as hen with chicks and uh, under their wings, and and you're just not willing. And I and I think that, like. Again, we're we're thinking about you know like woe to all of you and and sometimes like woe woe to these guys. I think we can kind of look at that lens of all these things of like these Pharisee guys are just some you know some guys who he just is despising right now, but in reality he's he's like man I I I love you like yeah. my like my like my children and I want to gather you but you're just not willing and yeah. it, and it's like it's this this heart that is still coming out. I, I'm reading anyway in in this chapter. So if you're reading today, like I totally want you to look at at all of these scriptures through that lens of like he he loves them, he wants them. It's just they're not being willing, yeah. and and that's what uh, I don't know. That's just kind of what I was looking at anyway when I'm when I was kind of look, reading through this. But yeah, Jesus's heart breaks for these these leaders who are missing the point too. Yeah, that. 
they have the these. I, w- I would say their opportunities pr- placed around them to have joy and hope and connection with God's people and connection with the Lord and connecting people to the Lord. Mm-hmm. They shut the doors that they don't let other people enter. They they make rules and forbid and they do all these things that cause them to miss out on what could be great joy in mm-hmm. a relationship with I mean, having a relationship with somebody who's moving closer to the Lord is so exciting. Mm-hmm. But think about all the things that you could convince yourself why. Well, that's going to be a real burden on me, and that's going to be difficult. And what do people think if, if I'm hanging out with them at their house? And mm-hmm. we can, we can. Great, he's a great model for that, though, yeah. right? Because he's like, "Yep, yep. that's where I'm heading." And mm-hmm. so, our, my prayer would be that we have we have the strength of Jesus to be able to be in those spaces mm-hmm. and and to recognize that we might not be co- always comfortable in the spaces that we're called into. Yeah. Guess what? We set that down too. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you offer that prayer right now mm-hmm. over everybody? How about yeah. that? Heavenly Father, I am challenged and uh, in love and uh, sometimes... Sometimes embarrassed when I think about the the way I've thought about your your calling and your mission, and give us courage give us courage to enter in the spaces that Jesus enters in, regardless of what our what my preconceived ideas were about doing that. Regardless of what I might think other people want. So I thank you that you you broke all those barriers. You broke all the rules because you love people. You wanted them to be connected to you. Give me the courage of to do that, to do that at work when it's not popular to speak Jesus in a secular. I mean, Father, forgive us for that. Forgive us for any time we have uh, done these things that bring woe to your heart. We know they bring woe to my life too. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, Jesus, for uh, saying hard things to us. Mm-hmm. It's in your name. I hope. Amen. Yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, we say around here often, uh, I say it, I'm not a defender of the faith. I don't care about that that much. Uh, I, I, I do want to be a defender of the space. I do want to fight for a space for people who are seeking to be able to seek mm-hmm. and who want to be touched by God to be touched by God mm-hmm. and not have to run through me as a hoop Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever religious practice or church door building, whatever. Have to run through those as hoops to find him. I never, ever want Christway or a church or any of us to be a an obstacle, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. they could get to Jesus. He's over there, but, you, you know, got to get, 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 get through yeah. me first, right? <laughs> Man, Lord, uh, deliver us all from that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good good talk today, fellas. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. Uh, we're about to wrap up Matthew here. One more uh, one more week next week, a few chapters rounding out the crucifixion and the resurrection. So that's exciting to get to read about that uh, over the next few next few days. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. We, we pray that uh, you were able to hang right in there with us during this conversation and it was meaningful for you. Uh, it's meaningful to us mm-hmm. that you, uh, you take the time and invest the time to listen. We appreciate your prayers, and we're grateful to be able to journey, mm-hmm. journey with you. So uh, until we get together again next time, all the best. Take care. Mm-hmm.